0: Welcome to Power in Humanity. I'm your hostess, Alani. On this season, we're going into the mind of a creative.
1: My name is Melvin Breeden better known mailman Mel, Mel Bregan whatever I'm a producer music label owner sports executive I'm kind of all over entertainment guy but I'm creative at heart I'm a musician I love music and I study music for years and so uh you know I work in my passion which is music and sports and that gets me here
0: yeah I love that. It's cool that you can like work in your passion and have such a fulfilling career out of it. What is one perspective that you had about life that has recently changed?
1: Oh, wow. That's good, Alani.
0: Hey, <laughs> That's good.
1: I think, I hate to say this, but going through COVID did kind of get the world in check of what's important. You know, family's important. Talking to your loved ones is important. The job can be gone tomorrow. The Doors closed. We're closed. Don't you know? It's done. And so you really have a different perspective going through that. Mm-hmm. So that's changed. Where not that it, my perspective wasn't family at first, but it did kind of hey, let me bring you back to center and force you to be in the house with everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it really did that. And so I think that brings us back to center, great foundation, you know, like foundation-wise. Like, I think that's what's happened in these past uh, few years.
0: I see your perspective kind of shifted to being more about your family and other things that keep you grounded.
1: Yeah, more of don't forget about these things. Okay, not that I didn't know, but just kind of, hey, like, let's get your attention. I think that, that perspective for the whole, for the world changed.
0: I'd agree. And I definitely say, like, even during COVID, when, like, you allowed me to come in and stay with your family, and we went out to the lake, and, like, we're able to talk and chill and relax together. That's something that would not have happened without COVID. No one would have made those connections, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. It was an experience for us, too. You know, we were going through some changes, too. And so, you know, it's like, hey, Lonnie, it's like okay, like yeah, let's go. Like, what's up? So you know, it offers something a different dynamic in the household too. So it was beautiful for us too. So, ah,
0: thank you, and I really appreciate you for that because I don't know where I would be without it. Like that was a huge reality (laughs) change for me as well. I was
1: like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going? Like, what's going on? And then COVID and everybody's like, like, it's crazy. Yeah, you know.
0: Forever grateful, forever grateful. Okay. So let's jump into it. You said that your art is music producing, sports, and just everything in the creative field in the music and sports realm. How did you discover your passion for those?
1: The way I discovered my passion, this is from young. I've always been a musician like as a you know young kid. And so just over the years, I just developed my music, you know, talent to, you know, once I went to school and started dibbling and dabbling and party promoting and event planning and that type of deal, you kind of, you know, got to started managing artists and stuff like that. As a child, it was already like music just was, you know, part of my life, you know, in the band, you know, that type of deal.
0: You mentioned that you went to college. A lot of people say like, oh, I'm a musician. I don't need college. What was your experience like as a musician going through school?
1: For me, well, you know what? That may work for now, for today. But then, which was a long time ago, <laughs> there really wasn't no set way to get in the industry. There was no music industry programs, they didn't exist back then. It was a closed industry. Like you had to be in the circle, right? Mm-hmm. But you had to start somewhere for me. And so for me, it was okay, let me work on my theory. And learning, you know, and and write because I love writing music and stuff like that. But let me work on that so I'll be more marketable. Part of my career path was to, you know, I did eight years in the Marines, and originally, when I went to the Corps, I originally wanted to be a part of the band but at the same time you know play the tough kid i guess you know marines and beauty proud blah 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 right it didn't necessarily work out that way but what it did do it allowed me to go to school and make an income and, and ultimately learn more about music but from young from from 10 i was playing djing you know in my room and My parents, when they could, they got me lessons and played in the church and all that and just developed it over the years.
0: School for you was more like a fine-tuning thing, learning more technique.
1: Yes. That's the politically correct way to say it.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. So what are your goals now for your career?
1: So, you know, now, Lonnie, I'm really setting up the future. I need the next wave, the team, to be able to take it over. Maybe not take it over, but I want to download all this information to other people. That's kind of like what I'm working on now. That goes with teaching. And so right now, I'm probably going to transfer to start teaching college in a couple of years. You know, music classes, sometimes marketing, you know, whatever, industry, management, theory. That's the plan for the future. But, but but, like I said, really downloading the information into the team.
0: Would you say you're looking for someone to mentor maybe? Are you looking just for anybody who will listen? What is downloading the information that you have look like to you?
1: So I do have a few mentees that I do download info into. I do have people that are passionate enough that they want to learn about the industry, whether it's sports or music or whatever it may be. And I tap into them. For example, this morning, well, I just left. I was speaking at the uh, Cab County Girls Who Game. And so, of course, after the presentation, you know, it's about maybe five girls that are like, ah, oh, we're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. This is what we're going to do. Hey, I seen this and then and that. How can I do good, Get better? What do I need to do? Downloading that information um, for me is kind of what my focus is but also in a formal setting i wouldn't mind two or three days at the university of miami living on the beach
0: hey that would be <laughs> nice <laughs> right
1: try, that's what i'm trying to get going into you know where i'm at in, you know in life that would be nice
0: so what are challenges that you face faced throughout your career
1: challenges well I was, top challenge a lot of all is, is I've learned how to navigate finances. Okay. Finances, you know, of course, always kind of helps the engine run. But when you don't have it early in your career, you learn how to work without it. So it doesn't mean as much.
0: So you feel like it doesn't mean as much because you're so used to working like without having much. So now that you have it, it's like
1: Yeah, yeah it's like no, we're not spending that on the, like no. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, that sounds crazy to you?
0: It's like, you know, it's like, you know, when you're younger and you ask, like, you, you're in the car with your mom and, like, you're driving past McDonald's. And you're like, oh, can we go to McDonald's? And she's like, you have McDonald's money? And she's like, no, like, I don't have it, but you have it. Like, why can't we go? Right. right. Like the tables have turned.
1: Yes, same thing. So, it's like, hey, you learn how to work without it. So, it never becomes a crutch. I don't have it. Well, you know, blah blah blah. No, let's get rid of those excuses and figure out a way around it. So, finances, I think, probably were, of course, was top priority. But you know, it teaches you a lesson, teaches you to work without it, or teaches you how to work with little. For me, that probably was the biggest. You know, as you kind of mature through your career and your industry, you meet friends along the way and. They don't necessarily mean they're going to be there in your life forever. They're there for a season, you know. I've met a lot of people and then to see them maybe pass away, you know, and it's like, wow. like, Because in this industry, you spend a, a lot of time together, whether it's like on tour, you know, in the studio, the streets, just making things happen, right? You become like family. So when someone kinda of passes, it's like, wow, boom, that was a good dude. You know what I'm saying? That dude was good. You know what I mean? Like just managing relationship expectations and understanding that it may just be there for a season and may not be here your whole life, you know.
0: So how did you learn to cope with that? Because that's a huge thing that I'm even dealing with now. There's some people who I grew up with and you know, they're no longer in my life. For some people that I met during college and maybe there wasn't a big falling out, but just losing relationships and being in a place where, OK, I used to be around everybody all the time. And now it's just me.
1: You got a saying. What is it? Lonely at the top? Yeah. Right. But guess what? It's lonelier at the bottom. You have to be OK. Learn yourself. Right. And if you can learn to live with yourself, things around you are going to change. People are going to come and go. Death is a part of life, so you have to be okay with you. So that's how I really have to be okay with me. I have to be okay that I was a good friend to my partner who passed, or if we did fall on bad terms, that I cleaned it up for my well being, my healthy well being, you know, and not carry around that stress on your body uh, that wears you down over time. Don't get me to talking too much. (laughs)
0: The podcast. How you're supposed to do. (laughs) okay so back to your creativity what is your creative process
1: my process is really first of all i gotta have peace i gotta really have peace to even think about what that is and so that means to cut everything off any type of stress anything you know I, i i can't really work or be productive if i have an outside issue right so peace get peace find peace whether it's you know what, today I'm locking in the studio and don't nobody call me, right? Turn your phone off, Uber Eats, and let's work. Or I'll go to the park and sit at the lake and get my book and laptop out and work in front of the water. If it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have a process to get there. But what can't go is chaos. I can't have that. So I find peace and make that environment work for me to be creative whatever that is my environment has to get changed i have to feel good i have to have a good night's sleep sometimes you know we as creatives don't feel like doing that mentally i'm not there or right now this hour i can't think about it until i create this environment of peace so i can be creative if that makes sense yeah Uh, Yeah. That may say it may sound crazy but that's you know, what I do to get that, it may be lock in the studio. It may be go to the park. It may be turn the phone off.
0: But anything where you can just, like, tune in with yourself without any distractions, and disturbances. Yes.
1: Yep. 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 Tune in with myself. And just for that moment, for that time, I, no, it's got to wait.
0: That makes sense. Have you ever been through a creative block, maybe, where you even had your piece, but you couldn't create? anything maybe up to your standard or create anything at all
1: yeah honestly matter of fact i just went through a creative block so i have a new album that started mixing it last year but creatively it wasn't tweaked and the artist is a pop artist so thoughtfully i just went through this just finished up i said no i'm gonna remo- remove myself from atlanta and do this project in chicago where I have less people pulling it. I can focus on her project. You know what I mean? That was a block. That was an atmosphere. And yeah, I just had had to uproot, go somewhere else to get through that block.
0: What do you think helped you overcome it? Was it like not being connected to the social scene in Atlanta? Do you think it was just like the change in environment and the change of scenery?
1: I think it's all of the above. Social environment in Atlanta, just always something going on. Even the weather. Different. They don't call it the Windy City for nothing, so it adds something to it. Maybe part of that forced us to be inside in the studio, which you know, six feet of snow outside, and it gives off a vibe. You know, you can go to Miami and the beach and palm trees. I think that whole atmosphere, everything does play a part. My, my partner told me I was comfortable in my chaos. Yeah, yeah. Um, get off the topic. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that's okay. I feel like that's like a good point to make, though, because like you know, over time, like you build up your own little like. Okay, this is my mess. Like I'm comfortable in my mess. Like sometimes I need to get out, and I'll take a vacation. But after that, I need to go back to my mess where I'm comfortable. Like if it's too clean, yep. like mm-mm. like I don't want to be yep. here. <laughs> yep. Like, I created my mess messy on purpose. Like, it's mine. And, and, and
1: I've learned to live through it. I've learned to live with it. And it's okay with me. And somebody else sees it, and like, yo, you got a lot of shit going on. You're like, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it this way. Like, it's this way on purpose. <laughs> this works for, for me. You worry about you. And I'm like, I'm comfortable. Like, yeah, like, yeah you, got, you got a lot of shit going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what was your response? Were you just like, yeah?
1: I don't think I even got it right then and there. I think it kind of took me like some weeks and talking with other people. It's like, I'm like yeah, you are you need <laughs> like because I have so much going on and it's just one thing after another. You know, you work with ten artists and you got two and three producers and you know all these things and moving parts will drive one man crazy. But it's I've learned good. to work through it. I guess I've learned to live in my chaos. I'm just trying to make it a little bit healthy.
0: That's the important part. As long as it's healthy chaos, conflict is healthy. Like chaos is healthy.
1: Okay. Conflict is healthy. I like that. Mm -hmm. Conflict is healthy.
0: Conflict is healthy because, you know, if two things are just right here going at it and neither of them are happy and you're just like butting heads, butting heads, butting heads, like sometimes you have to like get it out to, you know, okay, you won. you got it. Like we can go our separate ways now. (laughs) Right, right, right,
1: right. At this point in my life, I agree with you. Conflict is healthy. Yeah. Point okay. taken. Touche.
0: What benefit does your creative outlet have on your mental health?
1: My hobby is how I make my money. Mm-hmm. So mentally, besides the stress that comes with the business, and, you know, I still love to do it. You know, it's it's very rare that I got to roll out of bed and like, oh, I got to go to the studio. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or like, oh, I got to go fly to L.A. Just blessed enough to have my hobby as my career.
0: How do you stay in love with music? Like, I know even when I was like staying down there with you, all, you were like, I love music. Like, I just love music. And I was like, how does this man uh-huh. love music after all this time?
1: You know, I think that I've tried other things. Even while, when I went, was in college, my major was engineering, electrical engineering. What happened is, is, you know, after the semester or two, I'm like, I don't love it. Not natural to me. It's something that's a talent that that's just true. been placed in my life. And so it's not really about even, even if I wasn't getting paid, I'd still be doing it. You know what I'm saying? like, yeah. so I think it's more than just something. I think it's like in me to just not only work in this field, but just music alone, music, all, music has always been a part of my life. And it always kind of goes back to that. Like I said, I've tried other things that I wanted to love. I like them, but I don't love them. But
0: That bar for music is set so high, like you might get here with something yeah. else. Like, no,
1: I'll go back to music. Yeah, it just saying, you know, not even saying I'll get rid of it, but it just ain't up here. Music is uh, the universal language. So you can really put on some headphones and kind of be in a whole another space, whether that's you listening to Mozart or you listening to, you know, drill music or you listening to, you know, whatever, you can really tune out, get into your own space through music. That's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. So my last question for you, What advice would you give to someone either struggling to get creative or insecure in their creativity?
1: Ooh, you just got to go. The mentality of now or never. With your talent that's been given to you, if you're not walking in the talent, then you're doing a disservice to the man upstairs who gave gave you this talent. And you decided to hold it or too nervous to expose it or blah, blah, blah. No, time is now. Time ain't next. You're not up next. Go. On. Green light. Sometimes it's said and done. But your mentality, you have to work on it. And it may not happen overnight, but you can get there. You can do it. Overcoming situations. Okay, I'm insecure about how I sound, or I'm insecure about, you know, what I look like, or... You know whatever my skill set is, but it's all a lesson that's helping build your career. You know we've all you know lost. I by name how many projects? I mean, <laughs> the artists that I've lost on. That's way bigger than the wins, right? But in the music, when you win, you win big. So you're gonna take the losses. But the lessons, you're going to be okay, not insecure. got to go. You're going to fumble. You're not going to be perfect, but you got to go. And you can't wait. It's time to go. Bring light right now. So I know overcoming that is difficult, but I think it starts with the mentality. You got you to gotta start working on your mentality, then everything else will fall
0: in line. I like that. Well, those are all the questions I have. Thank you so much for joining us on Powering Humanity. Do you have any last closing questions or marks?
1: I think I watched you create this. In your living room. (laughs) In my living room. And I want to say, you know, just be consistent. Consistency is the hallmark of a professional.
0: Right. Do you hear me? I hear you. I hear you.
1: Consistency is the hallmark of a professional.
0: And I I agree. That's
1: it. That's what I want to leave on the table. Thank you. Okay.
0: Thank you so much. And I'll definitely keep that in mind, staying consistent, staying on it.
1: But it's working for you. I mean, honestly, so just so you know, I, I take the time and I, you know, you'll email me and I'll listen to them. Listen to your podcast. You never know who's listening, who's hearing. Just got to do it.
0: Thank you. Oh, I didn't know you actually listened. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually listening. Thank you. Thank you for being a fan of Power and Humanity. I appreciate it. I love the support. Love the energy. Thank you for listening to Power and Humanity, where we choose to make a change. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at power underscore in underscore humanity.